What's up, family? This is the Just Breathe Podcast, and I am April Love, personal brand success coach, entrepreneur, and now your new best friend. Just Breathe is all about all things you, taking your personal life to the next level. I know that it's sometimes hard to even catch your breath on a day-to-day basis, but we're going to inhale, exhale, and just breathe. 2022 has been very, very interesting to say the least. You know, I don't know if this pandemic is over. I don't know what's going on with a lot of things. A lot of things up in the air financially. I mean, the stock market, the crypto market are looking dreadful. Talk about a bear market. But in spite of it all, we are still breathing, right? We're not holding our breath. We are taking our breath and we're making decisions that push us to peak performance and push us to our best selves. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. You know, I just really want to have a quick conversation. I'm introducing a segment that I'm super excited about because I feel like, like I said when I was launching this podcast, that I feel like the majority of the people in the world at the time, including myself, were just sitting around holding our breath. Imagine just can't catch our breath. We're not, you know, maximizing our neurological system. Our brains are like foggy. I've heard that so much. They're like, oh, you know, I I can't get, I want clarity. I'm trying to really figure out the purpose and the vision for my life and blah, blah, blah. But all that comes from not really, really, really taking a a real self-assessment. And um, so that kind of just moves me into launching this section. So it's called QTNA questions that need answers. I guess you've been hearing that. That's kind of a popular hashtag. But I feel like it's necessary because I feel like some of these questions are not getting answered or addressed. So it kind of goes into what I was just talking about when I read this question from one of my Twitter friends. And it was like, you have questions. I got a question. Quick question. And April Love, she has the answers. Great question. Love where your head's at. It's QTNA. Questions that need answers. I woke up and realized I really hate the current state of my life, but I don't know where to start to change it. I like that question. It was a tad bit depressing, but at the end of the day, the level of transparency that it took for that person to say that, I knew I had to address it. Let's say, let's go back pre-pandemic. Um, I'm going to say circa 2017. And I can't think of the day, nor the month, nor the exact time, but I somewhat, sort of, kind of felt the same way in the sense that I was like, well, you know, I've worked really hard. I feel like, you know, it was that comparison uh, paralysis thing that was going on because social media was at all time high. You know, people were like living their life. It really got to be like, you know, it was before reels, but people were really like posting their best projected self not the actual uh, what I'm living self but what they felt like you know they were probably borrowing somebody's car or whatever so then okay so they're on the jets and they're doing things I'm like whoa wait a minute and I was looking at people that I actually personally knew who may have been even a decade younger or we started in the industry together or we did things you know that I can see them as a peer and I was like wait what am I doing wrong what is happening you know I want to give a tail number I want to have a jet I want you know have jet um private jet bookings and so I basically was like spiraling into like a you know a thing of oh I'm not doing enough oh you know I don't know if I've amassed enough I don't know if I've made the right decisions starting to look at everything my friendships my relationships even where I was living at the time and and trying to figure out what was I doing wrong but I was so blessed to be in the position that I had really evolved a lot from the early April I was able to really sit back and think and think like okay 
let me just kind of jot down, first of all, what I was doing right, you know, because I have been doing gratitude work now for almost a decade. You know, I was I jumped in early with Oprah and the Super Soul Sunday movement, and I understood the, the magnitude of how much being grateful can do to change the entire trajectory of your life. So fast forward to this question. It circles in my head. Then flashback to that was about five years ago when I was like, oh, you know, second guessing my decision making. Should I get a new LinkedIn? Should I get a job? Should I really show them what I made of? You know, I'm out here struggling. I need, you know, whatever. So then I kind of married the two and I said, you know what? Let me revisit what I'm grateful about. There's a lot of things that I've done right. There's a lot of things that I'm reaping the benefit of. There's a lot of things that I'm sowing that I've reaped for good. I need to focus on that. So I did that. And I was able to really dissect where all that was coming from. I was not in the least bit unhappy or hateful about where I was in my current state at that time. What I was was procrastinating and making excuses of how not to level up. So that goes to my friend, L.A. Listen, sis, (laughs) or brother, whoever this is applicable to, if at any time you wake up or you're in traffic or you get this aha and you think like, you know, I really don't, why am I in this relationship? Why do I still live here? Why am I still attending this or doing that or engaging in this? It starts with giving yourself the opportunity to say, no, this no longer serves me. No, I can't keep doing this. Then once you make a decision, I mean, a real decision, not like I'm, you know, I don't want it. No, no, no. I absolutely will not do this, engage in this, be a part of this, be subject to this any longer. It stops today. If it's Tuesday at 7 p.m. and you're in Houston, Texas, it stops that day. Then Make the steps towards finding a way to escape that thing which no longer serves you. So let's say it's a job. So you're like, I can't quit my job. I got two little kids or I got whatever going on. Get rid of excuses. That's what I had to do. Get rid of excuses. Because at the end of the day, I make a decision to get up and do what I do every day. I make a decision of how I'm going to show up in the world. I make a decision not to go and find out what is making room for me to move out of one situation as a placeholder and move into my genuine, authentic self. And so after I did the gratitude work and I thought about, oh, my God, 80 percent of this is going well for me. So the 20 percent was more so career oriented. So I said, look, it's time to level up. So what do I want to see? What have I seen visually for myself? That may not happen tomorrow, but could definitely happen by the end of the year. And how could I work towards that? Always connected to this person that I haven't called back, but I have access to. It's connected to this city that I said I was going to move to, but I have made no practical steps to see what opportunities are there for me to relocate. You know, so then so if your thing is I don't like the job, I don't like the relationship, not a relationship. I'm sorry, but quick fact, that's not hard. That's sitting down to have a real conversation. Hey, we've come to the end of the road here. You know, what can be done for us to leave this amicably, but make some real strong decisions about what we're doing? I don't care if you live together. You taking the sofa and I'm taking the bed. What are we doing? You cannot stay in anything that does not serve you. Okay, you cannot unparent someone. There's certain things you can't do, but there's a lot of things that you can do. You know, so if it's about a job, if it's about a city, it's about a relationship, you need to sit down and act like it's any other thing that you do, a project. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to do a spreadsheet and I'm going to say, okay, this lease is, this mortgage is, okay, can I find somebody who 
maybe in another city. If I'm trying to go to Houston, but I'm in Atlanta, there may be somebody in that city that's trying to come to my city. Get on there, talk to people, say, hey, you know, I'm looking to relocate within the next three months. And you got to put timelines on things, people. You got to put timelines on things because you, nothing is promised. We, a pandemic was coming two years later for, for us. Well, three years later. And I had no idea that was coming, but had I not positioned myself in 2017 and been very obedient and make some real stern decisions about what I want to do from a career perspective, I would not have been set up to thrive during the pandemic, which I did. Not to say that, you know, it wasn't one of the lightest, one of the craziest times of of our, you know, global history. But for me personally, I was able to level up from a career perspective because I had positioned myself to move forward and do things that were going to be of my benefit once this happened. So now I can still work. I was able to work throughout the entire pandemic because of the decision I made in 2017. So with that being said, that's the easy answer. You make that firm decision like, hey, no, it's an N and a no, both capital. No longer. This no longer serves me. So now I have to work towards exiting. My exit strategy is what? I put it on paper. I put it on black and white. I put it on my laptop. What do I have to do? So I have to keep seeing it. Okay, so I need to know how long I have before I can do this. Do I need to put some money away? Do I need to talk to some loved ones? Do I need to go and say, hey, I need to come to the city and stay with you for a month? What would it take for me to do that? But whatever you do, I beg you to make the effort. Make the decision today. You're listening to this because it's for you. It's not a co-winky-dink. It's not like, oh, I'm so happy. You know, I don't think it's for me, but, you know, if you know that you know that you know that you know that this message is for you, even though Elle asked it, Make a decision today to do what's right for you and share with us. Say, hey, I made that decision when I was listening to Jess Pree with April Love and I haven't looked back since. So I'm with you. I've been there. And I hope that was a significant answer for you and for other people that can relate to what you're going through, L. That's one of our questions that needed an answer. Quick question. So we have another question from Darylin out of Alabama. Hey, girl. So she says, I need help. In all capital letters, I am an emerging entrepreneur. I think I have the perfect business, but I am tired of making bad decisions in my business. I need help, she repeats. Okay, so I don't really have all the inner workings of what your business is, so I'm just going to speak very general. One thing I would say is to really, really, really do some competitive analysis. I don't know if your um, business is very centrally located where you are or if it's online and it's open to the world. But you need to see who's doing what you're doing and who's doing it well. Start Googling, girl. I don't care if you have a hair brand, a clothing brand, or the next beauty product. You need to figure out who's doing well in your business and really, like, shadow them. Like, kind of see what they're doing, see where they're advertising, see who's buying, see who's posting about it. Success leaves clues. And number two, which is kind of falling in line with what I do, is make sure you find a coach. Find somebody who can help you along the way, someone who can mentor you. We're not out here in this world alone. Somebody's done what you're doing and has done it well or can show you how to make sure that you're a success. Because I know that every dollar that you're putting into your business, into this baby of yours, means the world to you. And you do not want to lose it or flush it down the toilet, it's very important for you to be successful. So in doing that, I'm not going to say take it to people like your family and friends because they don't necessarily, they can't relate probably. Why would you take it to somebody who has a regular job if you're trying to be this 
entrepreneur. You need to be around people that are like-minded. Find yourself some organizations in your city, too. Since we're back outside, there are a lot of group hookups and things like that, like groups and meetups where people are also entrepreneurs, and you guys can bounce ideas off of each other. But my biggest thing is to figure out who you can find today as a mentor. You can reach out to people that you may know that are doing well in your city. You can reach out to people that other people know. People know people and say, hey, you know, I've been doing my business, whether it's eight weeks or eight months, but I really am running into a couple little obstacles and I would love if you could um, help me out or turn me on to somebody. You'd be surprised how many people are waiting and willing and eager to um, to basically help you out or to share some nuggets with you and, and to keep you from having that learning curve that they have. Or, girl, you can ask April Love. You can hit me on my website because this is what I do for a living. But I wish you all the success in the world, Darylin. And just think, take it one day at a time, but make good decisions by running them by people that are professional and who understand what it means to be an entrepreneur. Okay, um, one more question. Okay, so we have our final question in QTNA, and it's coming to us from D.C. His name is Stephen. And Stephen says, I am overwhelmed. It's becoming way too much for me to get everything done that I need to accomplish. I don't even know where to start. Help me, please. Ooh, I felt all of that anxiety and energy coming through that. But we're going to help you, Stephen, because I think we've all been there. Even though I have completely and utterly taken the word overwhelm out of my vocabulary because I feel like it's self-manifesting like it creates chaos because now I'm like I have that to lean on I'm overwhelmed that's why I didn't get this done today I'm overwhelmed that's why I didn't clean up today why I didn't get my laundry done I'm picking my dry cleaning everything else is on my schedule because I can blame it on being overwhelmed overwhelmed to me is something that we I think allow ourselves to put ourselves in that kind of state or that kind of space so let's start there let's plan for success and plan to not be overwhelmed okay you say April what does that look like so basically what you have to do Stephen and whoever else is tuning in and can relate kind of like put your life out here I don't care if you whiteboard it or you put it on a journal or you type it over here on your notes or you put it in whatever kind of planning software you have like Trello or anything else but you got to put it out there you got to dump it you got to do a brain dump and say hey this is everything I have to get done you know if it's something that's due by a certain date if I have to put together a presentation if I have to plan my family vacation if I have to get some things done at work all of it needs to be somewhere where you can see it swirling around in your head is a recipe for a disaster a pure recipe for disaster so you have to plan for success planning is key because it helps you to become a little bit more detail oriented and it allows you to create an intricate plan specifically for you your plan is not your husband's plan or your wife's plan or your classmates plan your plan is your plan you know how much time you have in a day you know how much time you have after work you know your commitments you you know the things that you're already like scheduled to do so then you have to look at what kind of free time you have You have to establish times to spend on it. I am a firm believer, and even with my coaching clients, like I don't care if you have a 40-hour work week, you have to have a certain amount of hours that are dedicated and scheduled just like you are an employee of your life. You are the CEO of your life. So I'm committing eight hours, 10 hours this week to whatever these tasks are that you just dumped in that initial planning session. Okay, so you sit down, you get you some nice aromatherapy, you light a candle, if you want to have a glass of wine, a glass of tea, whatever. And then you sit down and you say, hey, these are the things I have to get done. And think about it from like a real, almost high level, like over the next 90 days. Or let's say you have something off in the distance that you have to plan. I don't know, maybe a wedding or whatever. The things that will spin you and spiral you into like doing nothing. Put them out there. 
Okay, over the course of the next 90 days or 120 days, I have this much time. I have a job, so I know that that 40 hours is wiped. If I'm in school, that time is wiped. If I know that I'm committed to something that I do every Wednesday or every Sunday, take that time off. And then look at the time that's left. Okay, so how can we plan this? Okay, it might be I can only do Sundays and Tuesdays. Okay, well, then that's what we're going to do. So in that time, what is it that you need to get done? Think about the things that you can do remotely from home and then think about the things that you have to go and do offsite because you have to take into consideration travel time. Planning for success is very serious business. You can't treat it haphazardly. You have to treat it just like you would your job or something that you're being paid to do because your life is equally as important as anything that you do for someone else, okay? So now you're planning this thing, you're committing some time, you're being, you're finding somebody also to be held accountable with this. You might want to run it by your spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, um, their coach, your mentor, but somebody who will hold you accountable because I can see Especially if you're already coming into the mindset that you are overwhelmed. I can see that eight hours running into the next week to 16 hours and you're not getting nothing done. (laughs) And we're here three weeks later and you hit me again like, it's not working. So you need somebody to hold you to task, somebody to hold you accountable. So find that coach, find that mentor, find that somebody. Okay, so now you have it on paper and you are committed to spend eight to 10 hours to create time and space to accomplish these things that you plan to succeed and have knocked out off of your list within the next 90 to 120 days. Okay, so first of all, be patient with yourself. Give yourself a lot of grace because at this point in this juncture in life, the whole world, we all just came out of this COVID nightmare, not even out completely, but we've all gone through so much and we got so many things going on from a political front to personal front to this being the most anxious and and depressed that, you know, the world has been. So I understand. Be patient and say, look, I got this, you know, affirm yourself every day that you're going to do this. Remind yourself, put it on post-it notes, whatever you have to do to be fully committed because life will lie. You know, when you get off work on Tuesday, you may not have the energy that you have when you get off work on Wednesday. So just keep that in mind that two hours may have to roll over to another day. Okay, so in being patient with yourself and giving yourself that grace, think about how you're going to tackle these tasks. Start with the most ginormous problem that you're dealing with. Okay, so I believe in you cannot eat an elephant in one sitting. You just can't. You got to eat them at one spoonful at a time. But get that big bowl first, you know, that thing that's like, ooh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to unpack my garage or I don't want to I don't want to figure out the travel plans for these these people coming in for the way. I don't do that first. Get that out of the way, because once you get that out of the way and you accomplish you accomplish that big task, that big monster piece of that elephant, you're going to be so confident and so inspired. And then you're going to go tell people, hey, guess what I accomplished? I don't care if it takes you the entire first three weeks of this plan. You are going to feel amazing when you accomplish that. And that's going to give you all the energy and the fuel to accomplish more. Now I'm going to say don't get too ambitious. Think about what you can get done within that 90 days. And then you have the 90 day, the next 90 days to figure out what's next. But don't jump to that. Do what you got to do in this first 90. Okay. if you have a journal, if you like to do stuff digital, it's up to you. But make sure you keep a record of your successes and your progress and then go back to it. I'm telling you, you're going to feel so empowered you're going to feel so accomplished and you're going to get it done and by the time you get to that six months you will look back and say okay I allowed myself to be overwhelmed because I wasn't taking a step so you just have to take these steps okay so plan with success in mind make sure you find somebody you can be 
accountable with, somebody who's going to say, hey, it's Friday. Did you get it done? That's it. They don't have to be something overwhelmed. They don't have to beat you up. They just have to remind you. And you have to say, yeah, and you have to feel good about, yeah, I did accomplish it. Then you're going to take this bite of the elephant, one bite at a time, the biggest bite first. And you're going to be patient with yourself. And you're going to have grace with yourself. And then you're going to give yourself and allow yourself to have the accolades that you deserve when you accomplish these goals. I hope this was helpful to you, Stephen, because this worked for me and it continues to work for me. I make lists. I believe in my journals. I like checking things off. I also put stuff in my software, Monday.com, and I tag people that I want to check in with me to hold me accountable. And success is yours. It's waiting for you to take the first step. Good luck. Well, that wraps another segment of QTNA, Questions That Need Answers. I hope this was beneficial for you. I hope it was helpful to you. I hope you got your questions answered. And if you didn't, you know where to meet me on Twitter, on Instagram at Ask April Love. And I look forward to hearing all about your successes. Tag me, please. And share, 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 and like. Um, so we will see you next time. We will address all kind of questions. We want to hear about your life, your career, your relationships. And we wish you nothing but the best. Just breathe, and we know that life is going to life, but you're going to be successful at it. Talk soon. Make sure you're tapping with me on all my social media at Ask April Love and my website, theaskaprillovebrand.com.